I came so close to failing that this almost became a completely different episode. Welcome back to Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard, and this is episode 18. Now, this really almost became a completely different episode because I'm committed to sharing with you my failures as well as my victories. But it's interesting because as I was a I was at church, people were asking me, hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And I was honestly able to respond with them. I'm doing great. Life right now is really good. It was not at the beginning when I started this podcast. As you listen through, there was a lot of things I was struggling with, but I've been following the cues of Holy Spirit. And even at the times I haven't, I've been able to kind of make up on that and still grow. Holy Spirit continues to give chances, which is amazing. How many times would someone we know fail to the point where we're like, I'm done with you. But Holy Spirit's like, no, 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 no. I'll give you another shot. I'll give you another shot. Now, here's what I mean by this almost became a totally different episode. Now, I mentioned earlier on a previous episode that lately I just have not been struggling with lust. It just hasn't been an issue. But tonight, it became an issue. It popped up and it was so strong that I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get out of here or I'm going to get in trouble. I was in the car with a woman alone who was a complete stranger because I'm picking people up with Lyft and she sat in the front seat and she was attractive and flirting and I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is not okay. I need to end this, but it, it, the feelings were, were like gripping me. It was kind of like you when you're sweating and you're working out and then dirt gets on you. It's like that dirt is just kind of sticky and rub it and you're trying to rub it off, but you can't because it's just being pushed on to more of your skin and it actually kind of hurts when you're rubbing it off, but it's not going anywhere because it's wet and dirty now and you're it's all mixed up and you're like, ah, ugh. And then she got out of the car and I'm like, all right, I'm good. I didn't flirt back. I didn't do anything. All right. But the feelings were coming on me and I picked up this other dude and he added to it, talking about women in the worst ways, pointing out features of them that I just did not want to be a part of. I kept trying to change the subject, but somehow he found a way to just bring it back. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is not good. I drop him off. Fortunately, it was a short ride. I drop him off, and as I'm going, I'm like, I have to do something or I have to just get out of here and go home. And I was like, let's anchor. Let me anchor. If you don't know what I mean when I say the term anchor, go back to my previous episode titled Anchor. It's episode three or four or something. Listen to that as I explain it. And it's interesting because I haven't, I recall on a previous episode where I said I was anchored with one person. I had breakthrough in realizing that he was a son of God. Because when I was struggling with lust, God said, yes, you're viewing women wrong, but how are you viewing men? And I was able to move into that area 
by seeing a man as a son of God. And I talk about more of how that became in, in that episode. And it was interesting because as I pressed into it more, I was able to bring another person in, which actually strengthened the anchor. I was able to see him as a son of God. And it strengthened it. And I remember saying, hey, I am going to see if I can pull in more and more and more men that I can get breakthrough and seeing them as sons of God and see if that increases my arsenal. But I didn't. I didn't do it. I didn't give too much thought to it after that. I kept just using those two anchors to pull me out of lustful thinking to see them as sons of God. Because if I was able to see them, I was able to actually transition to see women better as gifts, as daughters of the kingdom, his daughters. And I remember that happening once and I was like, oh my gosh, I was attracted to a woman. I mean, it's summertime here, so women aren't wearing much clothes. And I saw her and my mind went to a bad thought immediately and then I was like no let me switch this let me see her as a daughter and I was and I was able to see what she brings into the body of Christ and I had breakthrough now when I dropped this guy off today I said let me anchor and it was amazing all I had to do was pull on that memory of seeing him as a son of God and it was as if that memory became a shower and the shower came over me and washed all that sweat and dirt away. It didn't cover anything. It didn't hide anything. It didn't distract me for a minute. It was done. It was done. For the rest of the night, I didn't have a single lustful thought approach me at all. And I'm in Austin, Texas and it's a Saturday night. And I'm downtown. And there's a lot of drunk women barely wearing clothes. And I'm driving with Lyft. I see them all around. But not a single lustful thought came to my mind after I anchored. And I was able to pull on that breakthrough that I had previously. And it washed over me. It wasn't a distraction it wasn't keeping my mind away off it for time. I didn't have to fight it. I had to do it once. And it completely washed away that dirtiness. And I was able to stand true to who I am. As a dearly loved child of God. I have won. Now, if it just kept pestering and the lustful thoughts are going and I didn't anchor, this would be a very different podcast. Who knows what would happen? Would I have gone home? I don't know. Would I have done something I regret? I don't know. But I didn't. I was strong with it. And now what do you think I'm going to do the next time a lustful thought comes? I'm going to anchor. Now it was interesting because I felt it going around and I was like, let me pull in my other... The other person I had breakthrough when, when I was able to see him as a son of God. And I was able to pull that in. And I can honestly feel like a strength. It was as if someone took a phone charger and they plugged it in me. And now I, I, I let's say I have four bars and that anchoring gave me two. This was now a third one. And I'm fully charged. I'm one bar away from fully charged. And I'm like, wow, what if I had breakthrough with other men that I was able to see them as sons of God and I could pull on that? Would I be a four bar charge? Would I have been 100%? 
I believe Jesus walked around the earth at four bars all the time, a max, where no lustful thoughts were able to come in because he was walking in who he was meant to be. I'm just like, whoa, this is amazing. Thank you, Jesus. Now, another thing happened, <laughs> which I'm not the happiest about, but I learned a lot. I was at church and someone asked me to pray for someone. And as we're praying, what I like to do is I like to ask Holy Spirit, what do you have to say about them? Telling people what Jesus thinks of them. So Holy Spirit says only what he hears being said, right? By the Father, by the Son. And so I'm sitting there and I, <laughs> before he said anything, he said, how much do you trust me? I'm like, oh, honestly, immediately I'm like, uh, 78%. (laughs) 78%, that's how much I trust you. And I mean, I knew it wasn't 100 because he wouldn't have asked me if it was 100. When the Holy Spirit asks questions, he knows the answer. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh. I I knew there was a piece of me that was like, I don't 100% trust you. If you said jump off a cliff... I'd be hesitant. I would probably even do it. But I'm like, I'd be hesitant because it's like, am I going to be caught? Am I going to be saved? Am I going to die? <laughs> and so I'm like, 78%. 78%. He's like, okay, cool. Tell this person that you're praying for them that I want to reconcile his daughter to him. I'm going to bring his children back to him and restore that relationship. This is the part where I stumbled. I said to him, hey, I feel like God is going to restore the relationship you have with your children. I said, does that make sense? He's like, yeah, it does. And and, and tears started coming down his face. And I mean, another man was praying for him and saying amazing words too. And we were just bringing it in. And that was kind of the feather of on top of all the weight that I was already carrying that kind of made it fall. But did you notice what I didn't say? Did you catch what I didn't just say in that sentence? Holy Spirit didn't tell me to say, your children are going to be reconciled with you, restored to you, come back to you, the relationship's going to be better. He said, your daughters are going to come back. The 78%. I didn't, I didn't take the risk. What if that could have added a whole bunch more weight to that? I had never met him. I knew nothing about him. I knew absolutely nothing. I had never met him behind that point. And if I had said, your daughters are going to come back to you and your relationship with them are going to be restored, the impact that would have on him, if it were true, if he had daughters. I mean, obviously his children needed reconciliation because it broke him. He's like, oh my gosh, I need that. But God didn't say children. He said daughters. I was like, oh boy. Got work to do. I mean, previously I had mentioned that the Holy Spirit asked me to spend 10 minutes with him. And I didn't. Right? And he said, that's a sign of where your heart and obedience are. It's not at four bars. Like, okay. You're right. But that's okay. Because Holy Spirit doesn't abandon us. 
He's going to stay with me day by day as we get better at this. I started this journey of the podcast off with me struggling with lust. It's gotten so much better. Now it looks like we're starting another journey of trust. I remember years ago, it was one of the most pivotal moments in my relationship with him. And I came to the realization and I said, Holy Spirit, I don't trust you. God, I don't trust you. It was a very opening moment. It it shook me. I mean, if you've ever been in a relationship with someone you love and you came to the realization, like, I don't trust you, that relationship could end right there unless you both choose to restore and get back to a place where you trust each other. That's what I did with God. I said, hey, I've been saying, I mean, we sing all these songs. Lord, I trust you. I'll follow you. I'll give up everything for you. I'll do this and this and this for you. Oh, Lord, I love you. Praise will always be on my lips about you. And it's like, part of me is like, ah, I'm not there. And it was such an amazing and critical moment in my walk with him because now I was able to be real, authentic. And he worked with me where I was at to get to a place where I trusted him so much more. Now here's the interesting part. (laughs) He said, Shane, this is a little bit earlier. He said, Shane, when you said you trust me 78%, you weren't saying you don't trust me 78%. You were saying you don't trust your ability to hear me your uh, the trust you have in your ability to hear me is at 78%. He's like we can work on that. It's like you weren't saying you don't trust me. You're saying you don't trust you. Oh boy. Oh my gosh. Uh, he just punched me in the stomach right there. I was honestly a little winded. I had to stop driving. I pulled over. I was like, whoa, time out. What? Because it it didn't shake me because it was a a, a huge correction moment or or it was like a father-son moment where I'm coming down, I'm laying down the law. You You don't trust you. No, 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 it was nothing like that. He was right. And I knew it immediately. The moment he said it, I knew he was right. Oh, gosh. That's an eye-opening moment. When the Holy Spirit says something in your heart, your mind, everything about you, the hairs on your skin just stand up like, yep, you were right. But we can work from there. He was revealing to me that I was not being authentic. It's like that whole example I gave beforehand, right? When you lie to yourself, it's almost like having, when you're, when you're believing a lie, it's almost like having a perfectly made bed. And then you go to the middle of the bed and you just grab, a, you pinch it and you just lift it up, maybe an inch. 
the whole bed's not made. You, you, if you pull to one angle of the bed, the whole other side of the bed, the comforter, the blanket, it's going to come completely undone. Like t 15 wrinkles pop up because of one little thing area. That's us. That's inwardly inside us. When we start believing a lie, other things come out of alignment that we have to now restore. But here's the beauty of it. How do you fix bed you go to the corner right and you tighten you pull it back and it straightens out all the things that were wrinkled it's the same thing now we gotta figure out what the truth is and this was the lie i was believing and now he's working with me and now he's saying all right here are some things that allow you to hear me better here's what we can do to strengthen this now that i know where i'm really at we can grow. That day years ago where I said, I don't trust you, now we can grow. I mean, how, how do you grow in trust when all you're saying is, Lord, I trust you, Lord, I trust you, Lord, I trust you? It's like the example of Jesus saying, hey, whose sons obeyed? Which one obeyed the father? When the father came to his son, he said, hey, I need you to do this. And the son said, yeah, father, I'll do it. And then he goes out and doesn't do it. What about... And then he says, this other son, he said, the other son said, nah, I'm not going to do it. But then he did it. Which one's obeying? Right? If we're saying yes, but our life and our walk are saying something else, we're not authentic. We're not being real. If there's one person we should be real with. It's God. It's Holy Spirit. That's my challenge to you. To be authentic with him. Figure out where you're at. Do you trust him? Do you love him? Or are you at 78%? This is Day by Day with Holy Spirit. I'm your host, Shane Gerhard. I'll see you next time.